This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I have dry bars. Balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. Ha ha ha! Suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls and suck my big balls. Suck your big balls and suck my hairy balls and hairy, hairy, hairy balls. What is that? It's my bone! <laughs> get it, Cartman! <laughs> How would you like to suck my bone? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my bone, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of... <laughs> Suck my balls, a South Park review. I'm your host in the scene where the area is clean, and you, God damn it, you know what? I light up that green, ya boy, M-S-G. You follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I am joined by two guys who try not to tell lies with their beautiful eyes. And they'll put the mark in Mark's men while they're in disguise. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up first on the scene, he's dressed like an Aku Aku off the set of Crash Bandicoot. Ladies and gentlemen, time back, 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 I feel it, dude. That's why I got the hat on. I 100% understand. Well, returning to the podcast after making his way on a jet plane, coming back and being fucked up. He's a man who, uh, I guess he got rid of his mustache. He's baby face. Joe, 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 Joe. Verona. Well, I don't mean to piss you off. I should have had a new song this week, but it's all right. Dear Joe, you should grow some sick sideburns. Grow some sideburns, Joe. I mean, like, yeah, but that's yeah. I think he's done that before. Dude, he would actually look pretty dope, and then you'd like, and then you could like shave the lines into it. I'm pretty you sure. Roll it. I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm pretty sexy. sure there's a picture of him on his Facebook. I've seen him with the holding a microphone, yeah. and he's got it going on. Joe, what's, what's up, Joe? Mm, not a whole hell of a lot. Nice to be back. 
you know, I'm not going to be leaving the room for a whole lot of reasons in the near future. So as Joe is on the mend, uh, however, I can safely tell you that we are all 100% ready and raring to tackle this summer, boys, as we are all well endowed. And uh, I would say we have uh, medically taken care of ourselves by the cultural standards that society has set forth. <laughs> and now we can rejoice out in public. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we're back. What's up, Joe? You okay? No, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We're back for another edition of Suck My Balls, guys. If you've never been to this show, never heard it, never watched it, never touched it, well, here's what you need to know. We review South Park episodes in order, like episode by episode. Usually, I like to say in linear fashion. And this week, we are, you know, about the halfway point here through season five. Joe, you got to miss How to Eat With Your Butt last week. Before we get started on this episode and get in all that, did you have any quick thoughts on how to eat with your butt? Did you like that episode? I liked the fact that it was a 30-minute or, well, 22-minute build to a great <laughs> Ben Affleck joke. Ben um, Affleck. <clears throat> yeah, Ben Affleck. I like that it was like all by the end of it just meant to rip on Ben Affleck. Um, the whole logic of the parents thinking that that's their son 20 years later <laughs> just doesn't make sense to me, even 20 years later. I don't know. I guess they just thought that Ben Affleck was really an ass. So that's what that it turned out. That's our Tommy. Turned in from that. That's our Tommy. Well, if you'd like to hear the full review, guys, it's up right now on our feed. Suck my balls. Episode number 78, that was. And you can go check it out on all available pod outlets. And it's probably on YouTube. I think I did the video, uploaded, did all the fancy schmancy whatever. So go check that out. And let's, uh, let's get into today's episode, Joe. As you're going to be driving the car, why don't you tell us about what we're talking about today? This is Suck My Balls 79, Season 5, Episode 11, The Entity. It is the 76th episode overall and first aired November 21st, 2001. Basically, Mr. Garrison gets fed up with long lines, delayed flights, and the airline industry in general. I fucking feel you there, Herbert. And invents his own transportation device. Sure you do feel it there, Herbert. <clears throat> I've been on planes a lot, man. <laughs> anyway, the episode starts with Kyle's cousin, who is also named Kyle, last name Schwartz, from Connecticut, comes to live in South Park due to his mother's health. While Kyle is initially excited about seeing his cousin for the first time, he is shocked to see that his cousin is a much overly stereotyped version of a Jewish person. I.e. Yeah. I.e. constantly complaining about everything, a nasally Yiddish accent. Being highly sensitive to the dryness of the air, breathing heavily, vibrating his soft palate every time he exhales, making a sound akin to a snore, 
allergic to most meats, include except fish and a penny pinching miser in nature. I stoked my cousin is coming to live with us. It'll be just like having a brother. I caught a girl. Oh, there he is. Over here, Kyle. <laughs> How was your flight? Oh, it was terrible. They, they recycled the air on board, and it really did a number on my asthma. I, I asked them to turn up the oxygen, and they wouldn't. You remember Uncle Jerry. Hello, Uncle Jerry. And these are your cousins, Ike and Kyle. Hey, dude, nice to meet you. Let's get down to the baggage claim, Kyle. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, we got two Kyles there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do have two Kyles there, and then that's good. Is that going to skip over the clip where she makes her own son Kyle? Oh. All right. Kyle is told by his mother to take care of his cousin and that it is his responsibility to make sure Kyle fits in at school. Yeah, no, I was saying, no, I wasn't going to skip over the clip. You could have explained it that Sheila basically says they will call you Kyle, uh, too, after seeing her the the cousin, not her own son, as the regular Kyle. Yeah. Right. But this is, of course, now they're after at home after eating dinner. Kyle's explaining to his mom, as you mentioned there, about having he's getting a talk from his mom, but having to take care of Kyle, the other Kyle. Right. Mom. Yes, Kyle, too. How am I related to him again? He's your cousin, Kyle, too. I told you already. (laughs) Yeah, but like first cousin or distant cousin? He's my sister's son. That makes him your first cousin. So we have the same blood? Now, Kyle, too, listen to me. Kyle is going through a very tough time in his life. His mother is very sick, and he's in a whole new place. He's going to rely on you to make sure he fits in at your school. What? How the hell am I supposed to do that? I'm sure your friends will love him. What about Carmen, huh? He was on me for being Jewish. He's going to tear this kid apart. Kyle, too, he's your responsibility. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's fucking great. Um, at this point... And Kyle, with probably one of the better strokes of genius he's ever had, promises to pay Cartman $40 if Cartman doesn't make fun of Kyle Schwartz. Yeah, so like, and it starts off with them at the bus stop. What's that thing? Cartman, I need to talk to you. Hello, I'm Kyle's cousin, Kyle. Cartman, I'm going to make you a deal. What? That kid over there is my cousin from the East Coast. He's having a really hard time right now, so I'm going to offer you $40 to not rip on him. 40 bucks? But you can't make fun of him at all. No smart-ass comments, nothing. All right, all right. And you especially can't say anything about Jews. Oh, Jesus, why'd you just cut off my bars? Cartman, no Jew jokes. All you have to do is keep your mouth shut, and you've got 40 bucks. Can you do it? I can't believe how cold it is out Could be tough, but I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. <laughs> it could be tough. I'll give oh. it a shot. <laughs> but it, yeah i mean it's 40 bucks for right. a fourth grader that's like a million dollars that's a bad, brand new video game yeah exactly yeah. Um, so cartman tries as hard as he can but the temptation is too great to resist and he eventually makes a joke about concentration camps in class and blows a deal now, let's get on with our lesson about the... Uh, I wouldn't dice all that are available. I usually prefer the plastic ones because these give me splinters. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl. You just have to make do. Now, let's get back to the lesson. Is le- it cold in here? I realize we're in the mountains, but do we have to freeze today? Now, Kyle, I need you to be quiet. In my class, you need to be able to concentrate. Uh, concentration is the key to succeeding in my class. Maybe we'll have to send him to concentration <laughs> camp. Ah! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Cartman! <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. 
You're doing so good. <laughs> so Cartman immediately starts making up excuses and cousin Kyle happens to hear, but instead of getting frustrated, he blames Kyle Broflovsky for offering too much. Kyle, I just found out that in World War II, some Jewish people were sent to concentration camps. Yeah, they were, Cartman. Oh, and see, I didn't realize that. But I understand now how you might have thought what I said in the classroom was a racial slur. But see, I had no idea. You did too. You are so full of crap. No, I'm seriously. Because um, I, was, I was talking to Craig, and Craig was all like, hey, did you know that in World War II they really had concentration camps? And I was all like, no way. And this little light went on in my head, like, oh, man, no wonder Kyle thought what I said in the class, see, was directed at his cousin. But, but I was literally talking about a concentration camp, you know, where you go for a week to learn and focus. You know, oh, man, what a misunderstanding, huh? You blew the deal, Cartman. God damn it, give me another chance. Nuh-uh. I knew you were going to make fun of my lame cousin, so I offered you the 40 bucks not to rip on him. You ripped on him, deal's up. You did what? Oh, no. Ha-ha, <laughs> serves you right, asshole. You... You can your friends to not make fun of me? No, it's not because anything's wrong with you. Wow, you think it takes $40 to get people to like me? Kyle, I'm sorry, because, I mean, I really think you could have done it for about twelve fifty. What? Well, I mean, you didn't just start at 40 did you? You, you gotta lowball these things so you have a place to go. Uh-uh-uh. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And the boys... Soon realize that oh my god, that just yeah, I really think you could have started at twelve fifty. You got ah, dude. <laughs> the boys all soon realize that Kyle Schwartz is just way too annoying to live in South Park with them, especially Broflovsky, who thinks that his cousin has ruined the reputation of Jewish people in South Park. They constantly try to get rid of Kyle's cousin by tying him to the back of a bus to Connecticut while he is on a sled, tricking him onto a plane to Antarctica and several other attempts. I'm big! Ah! I'm sorry, you must have been very sick. I got your sled tangled up with a bus. A, a bus? Really? Kyle, what happened to you? I, I was just sledding and the next thing I knew my sled rope got tangled with a bus. I, I got dragged for over a hundred miles before the bus finally stopped for gate. I'm sorry about your sled coil. Oh, no. Don't worry about it, dude. Oh, you poor thing. Come upstairs and we'll get you out of those wet clothes. Are you all right? Oh, my ears feel like they're frozen off, and I think I have a hemorrhoid from sitting on a sled. For... <laughs> <laughs> Which, as exemplified by the clip, Kyle's cousin always finds a way to come back in a manner parodying Looney Tunes, and every time with his infamous catchphrase, I'm big. <laughs> Such a good catchphrase. It's so goddamn annoying. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Mr. Garrison has... At the Hall of Super Best Friends! <laughs> yes. At the Hall of... Meanwhile, Mr. Garrison misses his flight to Cheyenne because of his... <laughs> because of inefficient and frustrating airline check-ins. Why is he flying to Cheyenne from... That's like a two-hour drive. Come on, Garrison. Come on, Garrison. Having had enough of it, Garrison decides to invest his own invent, excuse me, his own vehicle to put airline companies out of business. 
this is unbelievable. You know, I seem to remember when the airline said, we need a $15 billion bailout from the taxpayers. Okay, and have any of your personal items been out of your possession since you left? Well, we gave them the $15 billion and they fired their employees anyway. So now we have three people to clear 400 passengers. Hey, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and bags have been with you at all times? So where did that money go? I'll tell you where it went. It went right into the pockets of the presidents and CEOs of the airlines so they could keep their multi-million dollar salaries. Yeah! And here's your boarding pass for tomorrow morning. You think you can treat us however you want because we have to fly. Well, I'll tell you what, Sally Sassalot. I'm going to come up with a new mode of transportation. A, a brand new vehicle that'll put all you bastards out of business. You think I can't do it? I got a master's degree in mechanical engineering at Denver Community College. You watch me. You watch me. I got a master's degree at Denver Community College. Which leads me to question, Mr. Garrison, then why are you a teacher? Right. Could he not get a mechanical engineering job because it was from community college? And then he's like, well, I guess I could get my teaching certificate. No, I don't know about that because I guarantee you, like I went to a tech school, which I mean, it's not a community college, but still right. similar in the junior college sense. And you could get your degree in broadcast engineering. And uh, those guys make good money. I mean, that's probably what I should have done this go for, but it would have been longer hours. So I was like, I'm gonna do that. And you got to yeah. fix stuff. I don't want to fix stuff. <laughs> I don't want to be Mr. Fix it. Then they're going to call you to do things. Yeah. Anyway, right. Joe, continue on. Sorry. Oh, no, nothing to be sorry about, dude. I can totally feel your gripe there. But having been inspired by Enrique Iglesias on TV and by gyroscopes, Garrison invents the gyroscope-powered monowheel, it. Oh, Mr. Hat, will you stop drooling over Enrique Iglesias at... Wait a minute. What did you say? I said Enrique Iglesias can sure gyrate his hot ass. That's it. Gyration. A gyroscope. It would allow for maximum balance, and yet... Mr. Hat, you're a genius! It's so simple and yet genius. <laughs> so simple, Jesus. Enrique once again inspiring the world. It can go up to two hundred miles per hour and gets three gets three hundred miles to the gallon and is an all around better mode of travel than any other vehicle. The only problem is that it is controlled by uncomfortable methods using four flexi grip handles that somewhat, not somewhat, completely resemble erect dicks. <clears throat> Two used by the hands, one in the mouth, and a fourth handle which is inserted you know where. A number of tycoons are invited to its initial release, and all of them are impressed by the sci-fi look and incredible speed. Gentlemen, imagine being able to travel safely at incredibly fast speeds and not having to go to the stupid fart face airports. That sounds incredible, Mr. Garrison. <clears throat> it is incredible, Mr. Hant. And what makes it possible is its patented gyroscope design. Gentlemen, I give you it. Oh, nice. Sleek. It gets over 300 miles to the gallon and is safely capable of speeds of over 200 miles per hour. Wow. Whoa. This will change everything. We're going to have to rethink cities. Now, it is easily operated using four flexi-grip handles. Two of them are on each side. Left side for throttle, right side for steering. 
The third flexi grip is gently inserted into the anus to keep the driver in place. Uh. Oh. <laughs> inserted into the anus. Right. And despite this unorthodox control mechanism and clearly their trepidation, and this method is uncomfortable to everyone except garrison and elderly women, it is still considered better than the airlines, and Mr. Garrison becomes a smashing success across the country with over 2 million its sold. Even aviation enthusiast John Travolta decides that it beats dealing with the airline companies. Are you tired of corporate airline companies treating you like a worthless sardine? Yeah. Tired of ridiculous lies and horrible security at airports? But now there's an alternative to airline travel. It's... It has taken the country by storm, and already two million have been sold. Never have another business trip ruined by airline incompetence. Hey, ladies, how did you get to the Grand Canyon? Here you go, Robbie. Hello, I'm John Travolta. Baby. I used to rely on airlines to get me to set, but once I got used to it, I found it to be a little less painful than dealing with the airline companies. I just power up the flexi grips. Ah. I'm good to go. And I'm ready to go. Thank you, it. So join the millions of Americans who have found a little bit more comfortable way of traveling. Order yours today and remember our slogan. It's better than flying. That looks pretty gay. <laughs> that looks pretty gay. <laughs> I just like that. Ladies, how did you get to the Grand Canyon? <laughs> right. It's like the old rascal commercial. Scoop, have you ever ridden a uncomfortable pogo stick bike or something that had a small or narrow seat that made it feel like it was pushing up on your rectum? No? I can't, I've, I've avoided those situations. Mm, okay. Joe, have you ever been um, on one of those bikes? No, I, I've never. Um, you ever been on one of those like really stupid small like seats that hurt your ass and shit? Um, <laughs> nothing like that. But one time I was riding a friend's bike and he didn't have his seat secured somehow. So like I was sitting leaning back on the seat. When I got off it, it got almost like perfectly like straight up. And when I came back down, there was not the nicest surprise. It didn't like get inserted or anything, but it was not pleasant. That was gnarly. That was the worst of mine. I just, I sat on an uncomfortable seat. <laughs> that was all I, you know. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, that... I've, I've been on an uncomfortable seat, but <laughs> nothing that was like in my butt. In my butt. <laughs> I said, what, what? In your bed. What did he say? You want to put it in my butt? In my butt? Oh, no, no. Um, so later, Randy finds that the same buttons that are found on the handles are easily found on the sides of the vehicle, rendering the grips useless, something that Garrison reluctantly admits. Where in the money, Mr. Hand? Where in the money, Mr. Hand? Oh, hi, Jimbo. Can I help you? Yeah, I wanted to order that theft alarm for my it. Oh, right, right. Take a seat. Uh, that's okay. I'll stand. What do you think, Mr. Marshall, set to put a down payment on that baby? Well, yeah, but I just had one question about the way it works. Sure. Well, 
It seems all the buttons on these front and rear flexi grips are also found on the side of the vehicle. Yep. Well, so they don't really do anything. Right. So then couldn't I just order one that works without going in and out of my ass and mouth? <laughs> well, I guess you could. Huh? That? Wait, wait, what do you say? What do you, what, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Right, they're all like, what? So at this point, the government decides to once again bail out the airlines from going under because of it to ensure airlines dominance as a mode of transportation and to make sure none of the people working for airlines lose their jobs. The government ends up outlawing it and makes using it a criminal act, despite acknowledging that the airlines are failing because of their own incompetence and inefficiency. Now, there was a point in the episode where the boys were playing, quote unquote, hide and seek at the airport that I left out the clip from. But uh, that's where Kenny dies as he doesn't really have any lines in this episode whatsoever. But there's like one guy there and like two hours domestic, three hours international for like just to get four people through and their way of kind of taking a shot at the airlines at that point. And I wouldn't say they're as bad now. I think maybe in certain states and certain areas, I bet if they're worse, uh, I haven't experienced too bad. Like the last couple of times I've flown and I flew through COVID and through non-COVID. So, uh, but that being said, that doesn't mean there isn't going to be coming up or there hasn't been recently just due to the fact that, you know, people want to stay at home and not work as well, which some people, I can't blame you, dog. Mm-hmm. Get that right. Point. Yeah. Uh, but the government, as you mentioned, decided that it was illegal, bro. So let's uh, let's hear what happens when Mr. Garrison gets his shit taken away. Excuse me. What the hell are you doing? It's all right. We're with the government. We're just shutting you down. Shutting me down? Why? Oh, the airlines are in desperate trouble. Your vehicle is causing them to lose money. Yeah, well, that was the point, Dingleberry. I put that down. Right. So the government is bailing the airlines out again by shutting you down and making it illegal. Oh, God damn it! You better be kidding! Sir, many people work for the airlines. We can't let them all be fired. The airline companies are losing money because of their own incompetence and their own inefficiency! That may be true, but if you build, sell, or ride another it, it will be the last time. Have a nice night. <laughs> ah! Airline motherfuckers! You pieces of shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You pieces of shit! Right, it's it's so funny. Um, as a result of this, Kyle's cousin, who had invested in it, gets a five million dollar bailout payment and decides to return home to Connecticut to take care of his sick mother. Because of this newfound wealth, the boys suddenly change their plans of trying to get rid of him and try to persuade him to stay in South Park. But words get stuck in their mouths and they are unable to do an I've learned something today talk. To their surprise, Kyle Schwartz says that he wants to leave because they are a couple of douchebags and calls them hick chock rednecks out of a stereotype catalog. So basically, Kyle beats Kyle to the punch and learns something before Kyle. But I think you should stay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You see, I've learned something today. Sometimes people have trouble fitting in at, at school and, and um, see, what did I learn about? What did I learn about that? I, I, I learned that you shouldn't judge somebody because they're, no, wait. No, no, that was good. What, what were you going to say? Listen, guys, I appreciate you wanting me around, but the fact of the matter is, well, you guys are just kind of douchebags. 
What? I mean, you people are all just such hick jock rednecks. It's like you're right out of a stereotype catalog. I can't take it. See ya. <laughs> That's the second time they've been called hick, yeah. uh, hick jocks by the East Coast people. First by the yeah. New York kids in the fucking Brown Note episode, and yeah, or the Worldwide Recorder episode. Technically, you guys are. Oh wait, no, Muff Cabbage comes way later. That's later. Yeah, yeah, Mung. Thank you, Cal. <laughs> you guys are Mung. Yeah, Mung. Mung. He ultimately, he being Schwartz, ultimately leaves, dashing the boy's chances to share in Schwartz's new wealth. Cartman then blames Kyle for his departure, saying, good job, Jew, just as the episode ends. Dude, weak. Good job, Jew. <laughs> and that there is your recap there. Good job. Got yes, right yes. through it. So we're going to take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsors, then we'll be back. Let's run through our trivia and the rest of the show. Yo, what's up, guys? Check out our fancy, dancy, stonerific threads here that we picked up from thebakedboysclub.com, our brand new sponsor. We're sporting them. Joe over there is always fresh. Looking, I mean, Joe, how fresh is that shirt? It's fresh. It's fresh. And then you got Tom Bout, Tom Bout Scoop here, Ian. I mean, he's looking pretty saucy, or as they like to call it, the Versace t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, look at this guy. He's just a sexy beast with that t-shirt. Mm. And, of course, I've got the amazing NES shirt here. So, guys, to get this great apparel, visit thebakedboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off your order. So, not only can you get baked, but we're going to save you some money so you can continue to get baked. So visit thebakedboysclub.com. Bakedboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. Baked Boys. Not just a brand. Not just a brand. It's not just a brand. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. lifestyle. And of course, again, we want to mention a shout out to our sponsor, thebakedboysclub.com. Visit thebakeboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD. You'll save 15% off your order. Bake Boys, not just the brand. It's pretty much a goddamn nice town. I'll tell you what, boys. And someone who makes it, breaks it, is all about that lifestyle. Whether he's growing it or smoking it. Whether he's token it or broken it. Ladies and gentlemen, Scoop, take us through the trivia. Because there was no what did Guinea say. Not a goddamn thing. Scoops a man integrity. Scoops a man integrity, and he's going to make sure that he's not on mute. He's ready to rock and roll. Scoop, what do you got? So, Bill Gates is seen with a bullet hole with the bandage on it on his head. This is a result of being shot in the head in South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. It was unknown as to how Bill Gates survived such a. You said Windows 95. Sorry. (laughs) However, he could have been revived via Kenny's wish, or he merely survived. Bill Gates was shot in the face, but his face is unscathed. We can definitely pick that apart that spit specifically because at the end of South Park, Big Long Cut, he says, I wish everything went back to the way it was before the war started. And that's right. when they said, so, oh, but then the only person that dies is you, Kenny. And he's like, yeah, I know. So that's that's why. Yeah. Ah, fucking Windows 98. Windows 98. <laughs> you said Windows 98 would be better with better access to the internet. It is faster. Windows 98 is better. 
over a million times. John Travolta is an avid plot with his pilot. With what? Pilot. John Travolta is an avid pilot with his own personal planes. As such, with his support of Garrison's new vehicle, it, and his dislike of airports is rather ironic. Right? His own shit. I didn't think they were using it to be ironic. I think they were using it to show that it converted even Travolta and to play, and to play on the now joke that Travolta is in the closet, which, oh, they, oh, which, they, yeah. which they really went hard on Travolta for being in the closet five years later, as we know. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> A rotating vehicle similar to Mr. Garrison's later appeared in the 2012 movie Men in Black. Upon meeting cousin Kyle at the airport, Sheila refers to Gerald as Jerry. This is the second time someone does this. The first being Randy and two guys naked in a hot tub. Before Mr. Garrison officially releases It, viewers can clearly see the way It is steered by hitting the pause button when Mr. Garrison drives It past the boys and several other people. Huh, I'm going to try and do that. According to audio commentary for the episode, the It was actually based on the Segway and the hype around it before its release. Matt and Trey also mentioned that they bought some Segways for the South Park studio, got bored with them after one use, and eventually broke them while attempting to jump with them. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like something I'm going to do. Mr. Garrison reveals that that he possesses a master's degree in mechanical engineering from Denver Community College. He's a college boy. Well, that's your trivia. And then some of the references throughout this episode to the pop culture. When Mr. Garrison counts the money, he sings the song by the gold diggers who sing, We're in the money. We're in the money, Mr. Hat. We're in the money, Mr. Hat. We're in the money, Scoop to We're in the money. In the creator commentary for this episode, Trey Parker and Matt Stone mentioned that Kyle Schwartz. And his need to eat fish at the dinner table was partially based on the radio talk show host, Dennis Prager. They had previously worked with Prager on his short film, For Goodness Sake, the Second, in 1996. Pop singer Enrique Iglesias can be seen on Mr. Garrison's television, as you mentioned, gyroscoping Joe. In the audience at Mr. Garrison's presentation... The notable guests that are in front of those business owners are Ted Turner, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Steve Forbes, and actress Yasmin Belize, which, by the way, everybody shows up nice except for Yasmin Belize. Yasmin Belize had previously worked with Trace Parker and Matt Stone in the film Basketball in 1998. While drugged out of her appearance in this episode is a reference to her arrest in 2001 where she was found with syringes and cocaine in her car and hotel room. You want to fucking talk about savage. No fucks given. We don't care if you're a friend and if you were in our fucking movie. If right. You're fucking stupid. We're, we got to make fun of you. <laughs> Speedball and trying to go out like Farley. Right. Scene with the two old ladies at the Grand Canyon with the narrator asking them. <laughs> How they got to the Grand Canyon is a reference to the hover round wheelchair commercials in which two old ladies got to the Grand Canyon with them. And that is your top. Or that's that's your references to pop culture. That's so cute. Let's start with some top likes here before we finish it up. Joe, what'd you like about this episode? 
episode. Um, how hard it went in on most of those stereotypes and got away with it. Like they, it just, I can't think of anyone else that would have gotten away with that kind of, um, uh, portrayal of just, um, I guess they'd be, well, yes, they're obviously negative stereotypes and those were very exaggerated. But it's just, it's great anytime South Park gets away with something like that. Yeah, I mean, I liked the fact that that Cartman itself had a hard time, you know, trying to win the bet or itself that he was, you know, he eventually breaks down with a concentration camps um, joke and then tried to come back. No, I, yeah, I, I, no, seriously, no, I just, I just learned about it because I, I was like talking with Kate, with Kat, and he was like, yeah, do you guys know about concentration camps, World War II? And I was like, no. And then Kelly done at me, like, oh, Kelly, why is mad at me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was having lunch with Craig. Just <laughs> <laughs> having lunch with him. Uh, yeah. Scoop, what did you like? I uh, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Cartman's $40 bet with Kyle to not make fun of Kyle while he's there. And I give it a shot. That's right. That's a good call. I'd give it a shot. And then Kyle's mom calling Kyle, Kyle too. I thought that was hilarious because it wouldn't the cousin be Kyle too. Right. Yeah, that just—it's. I don't know. I I know family members that do that. It's a weird thing. It's supposed to that way you can make the other family member feel important. I guess I don't know. As a guess, because you're going to be when this person's going to leave, and you're going to go back to being Kyle number one, no matter what. So why don't you just let them be number one for a little bit? I don't know. White people think thoughts. Uh, And then you also, but Kyle being rich as fuck at the end, scoop. Right, just getting one up on all of them, mm-hmm. getting that big old yep. investment. Damn it, damn it. Yeah, I'm rich, guys. Yeah, you want me to stay, huh? Right. Do you know anything else you like from this episode? Um, just uh, <clears throat> the just overbear, not overbearing, but the this is one of those times where they really, really hint Garrison's sexuality, and it, it's just hilarious again yeah well he, he came out right so i mean he already come yeah. out just like, <clears throat> yeah you're right he had <clears throat> uh there wasn't much that i didn't dislike about this episode i, I mean right, the randy part was funny with mm-hmm. uh you know wait can we just like but get, we don't have to use this part where it goes in our anus what 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 do you say what do you say oh all right that part was great uh um yeah carbon was funny early early onset of the episode you know the Kyle Smith character is an interesting character. He's he is definitely that Looney Tunes character. So, you know, if you're into that, you probably enjoyed it maybe a little bit more than we did. Uh, is there anything you didn't like, Joe? Um, not nothing I can think of off the top of my head. This is just another kind of middle of the road episode for me. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Fair enough, Scoop. Um. <clears throat> I really didn't like that Kenny didn't have much to play in this one, but that's just being a little like finding something not to like, uh, right. like, you know, this is a, uh, you know, like one of those top 
I want to say like 90 episodes. There's really not a whole lot wrong with it. It's pretty funny. It's a well-rounded episode, in my opinion. So, All right. So this like is top 120, top 90. There you go. That's Scoop's top. Uh, I would say about like top 150 for me as well. Yeah, that's, like, that's about where I... Yeah. yeah. Good average, solid episode. Has its points. One that you could either watch or skip, you know? Mm. All right. Well, that's it, boys. That's for another edition of... Suck my bass, suck my bass, my bass, my bass. I'm your host on the scene. But the air is clean. Lighten up that green. Your boy, MSG. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I also host Light the Fuse with Ben Hameen and Chris Silvio. I also produce and edit Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. 10-time WCW Tag Team Champion and the Hall of Famer himself, patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV, where I will actually be on the show. So if you subscribe to patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV, you'll get access to me on an episode with Stevie Ray, Shane Taylor, and some other guy named Gil Gulry. He's apparently a wrestler out from Louisiana who says there is such a thing as black privilege so Stevie has brought in a round table to discuss this. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. Um, you can also, of course, visit uh, our sponsors, the big boys club.com. Visit big boys club.com and use the code suck my balls pod. And you'll see 15% off your order. Again, that's suck my balls pod. Put it in the code and you'll get some money saved off your order. So we can get baked some more. Joe, anything on the horizon today? Um, I will be in Las Vegas July 3rd for Versus Pro Wrestling. Uh, Omega 9 is coming up in Denver on June 26th. Uh, and that is about it right now. Sounds good, Mr. Scoop. Anything you'd like to say before we move about our day? By the dip. By the dip. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week for another edition. Jack my bass, Jack my bass, my bass, my bass, Jack and Jack. That's so cool. Great, you guys. I'm doing Always feel like it's all along. Not the what's right or wrong. I see how people can be. I'll just speak within me. The things I see. Shining all out in Christmas way back in
Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from, like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 